Welcome to A Slob Comes Clean, the podcast. I am Dana K. White. I share my personal deslobification process. As I figure out ways to keep my own home under control, I share the truth about cleaning and organizing strategies that actually work in real life for real people, people who don't love cleaning and organizing. Thanks for joining me today. This is podcast number 405, and I'm calling it Focusing on Routines with a Busy Family and Unpredictable Schedule. I think... It's important to remember, especially when schedules are unpredictable, it's important to remember how important the routine is and how that's different from a schedule and how focusing on the routine allows me to fit it into whatever schedule and whatever kinds of things come along. So anyway, uh, I think you're going to enjoy this uh, session that we have. It is a strategy session with one of my kindred spirits who are um, members of our Patreon community. If you want to know more about that, go to patreon.com slash a slob comes clean. Okay, here is my conversation. I hope you enjoy it. All right, uh, let's talk. Devin, thank you so much for being on the podcast. I'm excited that you're here. Yeah, thank you. Tell me a little bit about yourself. Tell me about your unique life situation. Okay. Um, I am married to my husband for 15 years and we have four little girls. Well, I call them little, but they're getting a little bit bigger. So they are 13, 11, 8, and 5. So we have preschool, elementary school, middle school. My job is a little unusual. I'm self-employed. So I do part of my work outside the home and part of it, I work from home. Okay. Um, and so there's like a little bit of flexibility in my schedule, but I also have a certain like deadlines that I have to meet pretty regularly. So I do that. Um, this year I started also substitute teaching And in January, I started taking my classes to get my master's degree and my teaching license. And so I'm going to be like shifting gears a little bit and going into elementary education. That's a big deal. You're doing a lot. Yeah, it's kind of a lot. Um, But it's sort of that transition is a little bit of like an awkward, like pause of papers all the time. Because yeah. I have like a stack of papers for my classwork and a stack of papers for my job work. And then the kids bring home papers. They're in three different schools. <laughs> so that's, you know, fun. Yes. <laughs> oh, fun. Yes. Fun, fun, fun. <laughs> yeah. So well, it's kind of a situation where kids are involved in different, um, kind of related to one of my questions was they're kind of involved in different things. Um, like sports wise. So we have certain seasons where they're like really busy with practices and I'm busy with like drop off and pick up and stuff. And then right now it's a little bit quieter. We have a season that just ended. So we get a couple weeks of like no practices. Yay. Love those it weeks. Kind of, it varies a lot. Yeah. yeah. Okay. All right. Well, before we get into your questions, let's talk about some things that are working well for you in your home. Okay. Um, Number one would be just the decluttering and the decluttering steps have made such a difference for me. Like the, the progress and only progress that you talk about has made a huge impact partly in just me feeling like it's okay to go and start (laughs) because 
knowing that like, oh, this is going to take so much time. Like I'll just save it for later. I was really good at that. And so really good at that. I was really good at that too. (laughs) Yeah. Kind of an inspector. And so that's helped me so much. And then the second one, I said, take it there now. Um, I think especially like connected to decluttering because I was very much like a piler. And then, oh, this stack goes to a certain place, but then the stacks end up kind of merged somehow. I feel like I have to start all over. Um, That was definitely a thing. Yeah. I think that that's the thing about Take It There Now is it feels like it is wasting time. Like it feels like you're saving time to say, that's not worth doing right now. I need to set it aside and I'll do that later when I'm focused or doing other things too or whatever. And yet that's where it's counterintuitive. Like taking it there now is actually the thing that saves time because otherwise it does. It morphs into a pile. It, you know, it has to be gone through again later, which is the complete opposite of efficiency, right? To have to do something twice. So um it's really defeating. It is defeating. Yeah. Well, and it it goes along with what you were saying about the progress and only progress method, how it's like, okay, I'm going to take it there now. That is how I do progress and only progress, but progress and only progress means I don't put it off. Like I know for sure I am going to do something. And I, I, I feel like I've been saying this a lot lately, but it's like this idea of Back when I used to think, come up with the best time, come up with the best way, overthink things to the, you know, my house was not changing. But once I was like, okay, I'm just going to do this small thing. Then my house started changing. So it was like the things I didn't think would make an impact could possibly make an impact are the things that actually ended up changing my home to the point that I'd always wanted it to be at. So, Right. And we did this stuff feels big to me, but it's actually almost two years ago. We moved into a new house, but we had lived in the previous house for 11 years um, when my oldest was not even one yet. So brought babies home from the hospital. Like our stuff definitely grew along with our family. And so going through all that in the moving process, and then even like once we got here and are trying to unpack things, just having those steps in mind was such a like sanity saver. Yeah. And there still might be a wall in the basement that's not unpacked yet, but I've been in my house for over a year at the time that we're recording this and I still have some boxes in the garage that I need to go through, but there're so many fewer and I, but at the same time I think what it is, the game changer of it is I'm like oh, I'm not bringing it into my house until it has a real spot. Like, I'm not going to do that until I actually am taking it there now. And so I'm, it is progress and only progress. Yes. Maybe the overall, like, but because you can feel like I'm done, but if I'm done just means things scattered through the house with no real place, that's not really being done. Right. Yeah. And I think in some ways I don't mind unpacking slowly because it really let me um, think about where I would look for it because it's a new space. Yes. So then thinking about where I would look for it first, like it was okay in our kitchen that we only had a, a couple cabinets unpacked for like a week or two. Cause then it let me sort of feel my way around a little bit, but yeah, the kitchen's all unpacked now, but you know, Good. Other yeah. Stuff. <laughs> yeah. Oh yeah. 
You don't have to have millions of dollars to benefit from the advice of a financial advisor. My husband and I not only have to make decisions about our own financial planning needs, but we also have to field questions from our kids who are now on their own. That's why I was excited to hear about the on-demand financial planning for absolutely everyone from Fearless Finance. Their business is built on making financial advice accessible and affordable. They make things easy to understand and keep the stress out of making investment choices. With Fearless Finance, you meet your planner virtually who will advise you on your financial journey. Are you paying back student loans, saving for your first house? Maybe you just want to make sure your finances are okay. You can ask all your questions and get answers. No judgment. You'll be charged an hourly rate, no long-term commitment, no minimum required. Visit fearlessfinance.com today. You can chat with a planner for free to make sure it's a good fit, and you'll get $50 off your first planning meeting when you use the code CLEAN. Okay, let's talk about some of the things you want to discuss today. So number one on my list was I have, you know, four kids that are all in kind of varying stages of efficiency with helping, Um, but I do, like, I need their help because there's a lot of people and stuff in our house. Um, And then I also just want them to like be able to learn some of the responsibility on their own. So my question would be like, how can I delegate to them or help them to kind of follow those steps when like, they're not always at home when I need things done or like we have varying, you know, schedules my oldest daughter, she might have one day of the week where she's only home for like an hour for dinner and then go straight to practice. But then the next day is different. So I don't know if I worded that very well as a question, but it's just um, like they're supposed to be currently helping with dishes. And so our routine would be that one of the kids unloads the dishwasher and then I load it. But sometimes they're not here to unload it. And I still need to do dishes yeah. a lot of times. <laughs> oh yeah. No, I, I think what you're explaining is a very common frustration for any mom. Okay. Like for anybody, but especially for those of us who are like, okay, I've found the routine that works. I also want to bring my kids in on this. And yet this brings interruptions to the process or whatever, right? So here, here is the general rule that I have for this for myself. Okay. If I, because I, I know what you're saying, we're kind of almost out of this phase because everybody drives in my family at this point and people are already gone and all that. But especially at that phase of life, I was like, we're going to make the routine, the thing. And then whoever is home comes in on the routine because the routine is key for my house to function. And if I say, okay, I'm going to wait on this kind of like we talked about the take it there now, like the going ahead and getting it done keeps me from adding work to myself down the line. Right. I have to accept the fact that I don't have the personality and maybe you do, but for me, I don't have like, if I, if I put off loading the dishwasher because I'm waiting for the kid to get home. It will literally not occur to me to remind them 
And then they are my children and they're probably not going to remember on their own either. Right. And so it becomes another thing for me to manage and it messes up the routine and the routine is the thing that keeps my kitchen under control. And so it becomes an issue of either whoever's home, come on, like this is your job for tonight or whatever. Um, or I go ahead and do it because there's always something else for them to do, right? Like there always is. Yeah. And, and they're, oh, they're going to be home at some point and it's okay. You're home. This is your job. Remember? Oh, well, but I thought you've been doing it. I have because we got to keep the kitchen going, but you're home. So come on, it's your time to do, you know, so it's, it's that because the, if the routine gets interrupted, that's when my kitchen gets out of control. So I have to make the routine, the thing. And then I bring whoever's in whoever's home in on that. Okay. Does that, does that make sense? Because otherwise like, okay. So like Jennifer, who does my tech calls, you know, you did a tech check call with her. Um, she can do it. I mean, she can, she has the ability to like, remember and make sure that all these different things happen. And, you know, this is this kid's job. And so she's going to be on it and all this, it will never occur to me again. I need to do it in the moment of the actual, this is the time to do dishes. They just got to be done. I can't remember until it was like screaming really loud at me, like, oh, suddenly the dishes are really bad. <laughs> yes, exactly. Exactly. And, and the reason they're really bad is because the routine got off. Mm-hmm. So when you say routine, do you, do you find it helpful to like assign a specific time of day to that task, for example? So I don't because those time of day, what happens with me when I assign a time of day is the time of day comes and goes And because that day was a little bit different and, oh, we actually, you know, I said, I'm going to do dishes at six 30, but tonight we didn't eat till seven 15. And so like the time of day, oh, oh man, I totally didn't even think about that. Okay. All right. Tomorrow. Like that's how my brain works. I don't then go, I got to go catch up on it now. I'm like, okay, tomorrow, 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 I'll do the seven 15 thing, whatever. So instead for me, it's the flow of things. So it's like, here's dinner, then there's dishes, or maybe it's here's dinner and here's family time. And then while I'm, you know, getting things ready for in the morning, that's when the dishes go or, you know, but something that's why I always tell people just focus on, say, I'm going to get the dishes done at some point today. And then over the course of seven days, you're probably going to figure out what works now for you, your schedule's different every night, right? different people are home, but it, it, it's more of a, I'm just going to get the dishes done at some point tonight. So in the moment who is available, that's, who's going to help. But if I put off doing that, because it's not the ideal situation of the, the kid who it's supposed to be their job, then it messes the whole thing up. And then all of a sudden you're realizing, ah, the kitchen's completely out of control again. You know, so it, it's, it's that I want it to be a definite answer. And yet it isn't except for the dishes have to be done. That's the definite answer, whatever that looks like in our family, in our situation for today, the dishes have to be done. Yeah, Does that make sense? sense? Because I think like the five minute pickup feels a little bit more fluid where it's just like, Hey, whoever's home, this is what we're doing. And like dishes is a pretty specific example they have a couple other chores that are kind of supposed to be like their responsibility, but yeah, those things feel a little bit more like it, they need kind of a routine's probably a good word or some kind of like, I don't know, habit stacking or something Yeah, where. Yeah. Natural you know, reminders. Yeah. Yeah. Especially with kids. 
your job is managing, you know, I mean, like, yes, the goal is to get them to the point where they think to do these things on their own, but I am still not someone who hears something once and takes it. And, you know, I mean, it's like, it it is a learned habit that has taken me time to learn. So, and, and, you know, the kids, it's going to be something for you to manage. And so for me, the way I look at that is I go, okay, I have to do this in a way that I can manage. So I have to do things in a way that is, that I have the capacity and the brain style, blah, 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 for me to manage it in this way. Yeah, Yeah, for sure. Because sometimes I'm like, I should just just do this myself. But then there's this other voice that's like, but I want to also set them up for success so that they can see like how to be able to manage some of these things. And like now is a really great time to kind of teach them that. So, well, and and the way you're going to set them up for success is helping them understand that it's a routine. Yeah. You know, I mean like that right there is everything like that was the thing. And I'm not saying because my mom didn't, my mom tried. I mean, here's the thing. I had a great mom. She tried, she had the charts, she kept up with the charts and I still ended up me, you know? So I don't know if that's bad news or good news, but but it's, it's just, uh, the routine is the thing. And so I I feel like more of the teaching that, okay, this is, you know, the kitchen is messy. We have to get the dishes done before the end of the day. This is teaching them more than the catching up. You know what I mean? Well, you were gone the last three nights and that's your job. And so now we have this humongous, you know, overflow of dishes and we're completely out of dishes like that. The routine is going to is the thing that they're going to need to be able to manage their homes. And so bringing them in on that, it's a tough one and I get it, but I also, I also know for me that all these, oh, but I should do this as a mom and yet it would backfire. And so then I ended up presenting my kids, resenting my house, feeling frustrated. And so it's like, go ahead and focus on the routine and then bring them in on the routine when they are home. Yeah, that falls really doable. Yeah. Yeah. And so, and and it also looking at it that way frees you of feeling like, oh, wait, I shouldn't do this. But I also know bad things are going to happen if I don't do it. And it's going to get behind. And, you know, so it's like, okay, this is how it is. This is, this is reality. It has to get done and they're not home to do it. So, you know, I got to get it done. And part of my problem is I'm really good at negotiating the non-negotiables. Oh, yeah just myself personally. Yeah. So. Well, and I think what you just said there is really key. I mean, that's very insightful that you, <laughs> maybe this is a negotiation tactic with yourself of, oh, but because I don't want to do the dishes. I want my kid to do the dishes, but they're not home. And if I was a good mom, then I would, you know, make them do the dishes, but they're not actually home. And so you're right. It's a negotiation to get out of doing the dishes. Oh, ouch. Yeah. That hurts. <laughs> That hits way too close to home for me too, right? (laughs) Yeah, 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 I know. That's, man, it's a pain, right? Um, Okay. (laughs) Hey, I'm Ryan Reynolds. At Mint Mobile, we like to do the opposite of what big wireless does. They charge you a lot, we charge you a little. So naturally, when they announced they'd be raising their prices due to inflation, we decided to deflate our prices due to not hating you. 
That's right. We're cutting the price of Mint Unlimited from $30 a month to just $15 a month. Give it a try at mintmobile.com slash switch. $45 up front for three months plus taxes and fees. Promote for new customers for limited time. Unlimited more than 40 gigabytes per month slows. Full terms at mintmobile.com. I am so excited to be working outdoors in my garden again. Fresh air and sunshine really do affect my mood. I'd rather spend more time outside and less time inside making dinner. That's why I love using Prep Dish. It helps me get our meals planned and prepped for the week. I receive a weekly meal plan in my inbox every Friday that fits my family's eating style. There are four to choose from. Each comes complete with recipes, a grocery list, and a detailed plan that walks me through a short prep session and sets me up for success for the coming week. Prep Dish's step-by-step meal prep plan only takes about an hour of prep each week, which I can work into my routine pretty easily. I can then get healthy homemade meals onto the table incredibly quickly throughout the week because the prep work is already done. If you're ready to free up some brain space, I've got great news for you. I got you two weeks free so you can try out the prep dish meal plans for yourself and see if they're a good fit for your family. Just go to prepdish.com slash a slob comes clean for a two week free trial. Again, that's prepdish.com slash a slob comes clean for your first two weeks free. You won't regret it. This episode is sponsored by BetterHelp. For those who've been listening for a while, you may have heard me talk about how time is a container. It's a finite thing. And if I try to squeeze too much into the time that I have available, I get stressed and anxious. Therapy can be a place to talk through realistic priorities and goals, helping you deal with stress and anxiety when your days feel overwhelming. It's been great for me to talk through setting boundaries and improving coping skills with a therapist. BetterHelp is entirely online. That makes scheduling convenient and flexible. To get started, you just have to fill out a brief questionnaire that will match you with a licensed therapist. If needed, you can even switch therapists at any time for no additional charge. Learn to make time for what makes you happy with BetterHelp. Visit betterhelp.com slash clean today to get 10% off your first month. That's betterhelp, H-E-L-P dot com slash clean. All right. Did I totally solve that? Yeah. Yeah. I mean, like, house is going to be perfect now. Okay. (laughs) All right. What was the next thing you want to talk about? Um, Well, the next one is kind of connected. And so you might have already kind of, you might have sort of solved this one already too. Um, Just because looking at like the schedules that are kind of changing all the time. So we definitely touched on that with the kids. Um, Part of my problem is my own schedule is also changing all the time during the day for work as well as in the evenings. So just like those daily things, um, but also like the other cleaning tasks. I know you talked about like assigning a certain day of the week, just like how to keep up with stuff when the schedule changes. Do you, do you just kind of like readjust every time there's a schedule change? Well, I think it's the keeping the routine, but sometimes it may, you may have to readjust the routine mm-hmm. and say, okay, you know, I've, I am now out of the house at the times when I used to 
do this routine of like bathrooms on Tuesdays and laundry on Monday or whatever. I'm, you know, this is not, especially when you go back to, or when you go to teaching, that's going to be, you know, like a a real one, you won't be in and out of the house. Like you maybe are now where you can kind of do some things. So it's like, what I, I need to get these things done. What time do I have to devote to that? And sometimes you say, okay, Saturday morning is the time that we're all home. I don't want to spend my entire Saturday cleaning, but let's say, let's do an hour and a half. All right. I've got four girls. I'm going to give them their assignments. And we're going to say, we're all going to work on bathrooms for 30 minutes because so many times what I would be like, well, but all these things. And I think about how long things are going to take. And I'm like, and yet my house is better. If I say, I'm going to devote 30 minutes to bathrooms. And when I think of it that way, I get a lot more done in this time. And even if I don't get them perfect, 30 minutes spent in the bathrooms, everybody cleaning gets me a lot further. Okay. And then, okay, we're going to take 30 minutes on the bathrooms. We're going to take 30 minutes you know, you're going to vacuum, you're old enough to vacuum, you're going to dust, you're going to whatever. And we're going to do, you know, that kind of, you know, picking up and cleaning and I'm going to be doing the mopping or whatever, you know, like the different things. We're going to do that for 30 minutes and we're going to do 30 minutes of, you know, whatever other thing. Cause in my brain is like, wait, okay, so there's that, (laughs) you know, but, but thinking along those lines and saying, we may not get it done perfectly, but we're going to do this. And using that as an experiment can also, also help you see, oh, wow, we actually got the bathrooms done when everybody was working about the bathrooms done in 20 minutes. Oh, okay. You know? And so it's like, now I get an idea, but as long as it's feeling like, oh, the bathrooms, those are a huge, big job. And so then you put it off for longer and longer. And so just kind of experiment with that and say, we're going to do this. Oh, we've got something on Saturday. All right, everybody. Okay. I know it's Thursday night, but we're going to take 45 minutes and we're going to do 15 minutes on the bathrooms for everybody. Okay. All right, go, you know, like working that into things. And with that experimentation is you're going to find something that works better for your family. Does that help at all? Um, Yeah, I think so. We a little bit do that on Saturdays already, but sometimes it's more of like a a mad scramble than a planned. Well, but mad scramble is better than nothing, right? Right. Yeah. And the Saturday, those, it does make a difference because then, you know, usually we'll try if we're home for the weekend and we commit to working, to cleaning up in the morning, then we try to make sure we have some intentional family time in the afternoon. Right. Um, and so it's kind of a little bit motivating of like, Hey, let's finish this up so we can do something fun. So the Saturdays we're home that, that does, that does kind of happen. And so I think maybe just the intentionality of looking at our weekend schedule ahead of time would maybe kind of solve that a little bit. Yeah. Yeah. And remember too, that just the dailies can take you so far, just five minute pickups of you know, meat and, and bathrooms being checked for clutter so that mm-hmm. when it's time to clean the bathroom, it is literally just the wiping down and some scrubbing. And then you're done as opposed to, you know, what it used to be for me, which was clearing the counter of all the stuff that had collected for all this time, you know, that, that helps a lot. Okay. Okay. What was something else you want to talk about? My other question is I'm going to apply it specifically to a kid, but I might be a little bit guilty of it myself. 
Um, so when we moved into this new house, we have more square footage. Um, we have a bottom level is half finished basement and half garage, okay. neither of which we had before. So now we're like, oh, super exciting, right? There's, oh yeah. There's like play space where toys can be down there. Yeah. Um, there's a garage. There's like a little nook for some like storage or Christmas stuff is back there and stuff. So it's great. But I feel like there is room for things now, but like we're still over our clutter threshold by so much. And specifically, I have one daughter who just, she wants to save everything. Everything is special to her. Everything is like she would literally cry at the suggestion of getting rid of it or throwing it away. And we did try um, like an under the bed box that was kind of like her container. Maybe the box was too big. I don't know. It still gets out of control. Like the box will be halfway full. So there's still room in it. But then the other half is all over her floor. Or I just feel like it's more of a clutter threshold thing than a um, container, if that makes sense. Container concept. Yeah. Yeah. So like, I know I've heard you talk about using the container concept, especially with kids. But like, that's kind of not like our containers. Okay. But it's still definitely over clutter threshold for myself and my kids. Yeah. Two things there. So first of all, um, my general answer for, because clutter, because you do, you, you go with the container first, that helps you get rid of stuff. It helps you embrace your space. And then if it's still getting out of control, then you're like, okay, well, I have too much because of my clutter threshold. It's more than I can handle. Right. And so the way to, um, to deal with that or to basically demonstrate to yourself or to your kids that this is more than you can handle is the five minute pickup. Okay. So I know that, you know, the ideal is the five minute pickup as a family for the whole house, but doing a five minute pickup purposefully with her in her space and saying, okay, let's do a five minute pickup and get this stuff put away. Let's do this every night before you go to bed or whenever we think of it, you know, to get this space back under control. Uh, And then that five minute pickup shows them that, oh, this is more than I can get back under control in a five minute pickup. It's more than I can deal with it within five minutes, which means it's too much. So it kind of gives you a very definite, you know, goal, right? Is that we want to declutter down to the point where we can get it back under control in five minutes, right? Um, But It also might be that that is a difficult container for her, you know, like maybe it it being under there, maybe it needs to be more of a open tub or something like that, where it's like, this is your space. And while you wish maybe that it could be completely hidden away, it's not working for her and her personality because she's never going to, you know, go put that away or think to do that on her own, or it makes it too hard to do that. So, you know, maybe some sort of an open tub that, that is, you know, in the room itself, as opposed to under the bed. I don't know. I think for me, when something is under the bed, I forget that it exists. So that could be part of it for her is that she's pulling things out and then it doesn't, she forgets that there's a place to put these things under the bed. They just don't have a home in her mind. I don't know if that could be what's going on. Yeah. And sometimes I I don't think they're truly special to her. Like I'm so tempted to just go in and like gut stuff without her, 
mm-hmm. but I'm trying phase where it's like, I probably should, you know, there's the shoulds again, but it kind of involved her more. And so I'm trying to be like respectful of her things and let her like have things that are special to her, even though they don't make any sense to me. Well, okay. So you're saying that this under the bed container is not completely full. So maybe get a cute tub container, something that, uh, you can kind of eyeball and say, this is going to require her to get rid of some stuff for this to be the new container. You know what I mean? Like I'm saying cute so that it's exciting to her, but you, you have kind of figured out, okay, this is going to help her really implement and embrace the limits because remember that it's not about shoving it full and then making decisions, just knowing that it is a limit by putting your favorite things in first, it naturally sorts out the things that are not as important to her. So having this, this new smaller container, uh, you know, and explain it to her, say, Hey, you know, this doesn't seem to be working. It doesn't seem to be working. And I don't know if they know who I am, but you know, Dana says that she forgets about stuff under the bed. So you know what? She grew up to write books. Maybe you're going to grow up to write books. (laughs) I don't know, but you know, like that. So this thing under that doesn't work for her. So I want to try something different. So I got you this really cool container. So let's, that's a great opportunity to be like, let's put our favorite things first in this really cool tub. In my mind, I'm picturing it as a ladybug. I don't know why. I don't even know how old this kid is. And you don't have to say, cause that might identify more than you want to, but, um, but you know, like this, you know, I'm putting things in there first and just the action of picking your favorites helps you identify what is not a favorite and no dumping allowed. We can't just dump it into the other thing. We're going to do it in order of our favorites and let that be its own process that will help. Yeah. Cause then that transition to the new container will be a really good time to just sort those things. Yes. Out. So that's good. Yes. Yeah. And then, and then just let her know as you're doing that, say, Hey, our goal here is for you to be able to pick everything up and put it away and you could change it. You could say, if you feel like she should be able to do it in three minutes, say our goal is for you to be able to do this, you know, get all this stuff put away in this container in three minutes or five minutes and, and just kind of set that as the bar of that's what we're going for here. Uh, and then that'll help us see how much stuff you can really handle having. And we'll have to get rid of more if it turns out that, um, you know, we can't get it put away in five minutes. Yeah. That's a good idea. Cause I think she is old enough to like understand and be kind of brought in Mm -hmm. with it, but I also like acknowledge, like, it's hard for me too. Oh yeah. So I don't know. It's kind of one of those situations. Well, and the, the five minute pickup naturally helps you kind of, you know, I usually have trash as a part of the five minute pickup. I mean, for me personally, cause I look around, I'm like, ah, and I just grab something to throw trash in and okay, let me do the trash first and then blah, blah, blah. And I've got to get through this in five minutes, everything put away. And that generally helps me get rid of stuff too. Okay. And they're already kind of used to like, well, I have four girls, so it's, they, it's two and two, they share bedrooms. So they're kind of already used to, we'll do a lot of times, like go spend 10 minutes cleaning your room because it isn't clean. And so it feels like too much to say, like, go clean your room. Like yeah. that feels like an overwhelming goal. But for me to say, like, just go spend 10 minutes. And, and sometimes, you know, I can give specific things. Like, we'll just go pick up all the trash and then go pick up all the Barbies and, and that kind of thing. And so I think that would be kind of like a natural thing with what they're already doing to where 
I, I don't think I would get too much pushback with that. Well, and okay. So, so yeah, like as you go through this bin that's under the bed and it's time to move it into the container, the new container, that's going to be easier for her to manage before you ever start moving stuff out, say, let's go ahead and go through the decluttering process. So is there any trash in here? Let her identify the trash. Okay. Is there any trash in here? Let's get that in the trash bag. Is there anything in here that actually belongs somewhere else in the house, but for whatever reason, it got like scooped up and shoved in here. So is there anything easy in here that belongs somewhere else? Okay. Is there anything in here that's just a dead donation? You already know it needs to go and let her get those things out so that by the time you get to the point where you're moving things in there, you're not also dealing with stuff that should never have been in there in the first place. Does that make sense? Yeah, there's definitely some of that in there too. Yeah. Yeah. So go ahead and work through that process because every time you work through that process with them, it helps them understand their space, understand their stuff, understand how to, you know, deal with things anyway. Okay. Okay. Yeah. That sounds like a good plan. Like it's easy for me to like their room as a project. Yeah. Because it needs my help. Right. And so, um, yeah, I think that perspective change probably would help too. Just yeah. to spend like five minutes together on the steps. Yeah. This message comes from BOF sponsor eBay. You'll know real when you get it. It'll say eBay authenticity guarantee. And you'll feel it. Maybe it's a head-turning handbag, a watch that says it all, jewellery that makes you look like the gem, or sneakers and streetwear so fresh every step feels fly. eBay gets it. So look for the blue check mark next to that thing you love. And be confident that every inch, stitch, sole, and logo is checked by experts. With eBay Authenticity Guarantee, you can trust that feeling of real is always in reach. Ensure your next purchase is the real deal. Visit ebay.com for terms. Botox Cosmetic, out of botulinum toxin A, FDA approved for over 20 years. So, talk to your specialist to see if Botox Cosmetic is right for you. For full prescribing information, including boxed warning, visit BotoxCosmetic.com or call 877-351-0300. Remember to ask for Botox Cosmetic by name. To see for yourself and learn more, visit BotoxCosmetic.com. That's BotoxCosmetic.com. Well, tell me what you love about being a kindred spirit. Well, I don't, I don't post on Facebook very often, but... I just really love how encouraging it is and how everyone is really positive. There's not any kind of like shame. It doesn't hurt that if I'm scrolling Facebook and it pops up, I think, oh, maybe I should go clean my house. Yeah, no, it's a great visual reminder as you're seeing what other people are doing. Yeah, But I also, yeah, I just, I like how positive people are and encouraging and everybody kind of, I guess like speaks the same language, Mm -hmm. like kind of understand where people are coming from. So yeah, that was like three things, but that's what I like. (laughs) No, I love it. I love it. I think that's, I think that same language thing is really key, even though we speak multiple languages in there. I mean, there's like different people from all over the world, but as far as like the way we're talking about decluttering, because there's so many times when you have a conversation with a friend in real life and you mentioned decluttering, they are just coming at it from, okay, well, first thing you do is pull everything out. And you're like, that's not 
what works for me. That's a recipe for disaster, you know? And so then if you have to like, then explain, well, no, there's this book I read and this podcast I listened to and blah, blah, blah. And it's like, everybody just comes in it. And we already, we're already following the same steps. We already know where the, you know, traps are and all that kind of stuff. And we can encourage each other in the way that we're trying to do things. So, I mean, that's a huge, huge part of what's so valuable about that group. Yeah. Okay. This has been really fun. Anything else you want me to know? Anything you want? So you're good. I've solved all your problems. <laughs> no problems at all. I mean, if you could just go ahead and get that teaching license sent to me and just, um... <laughs> yeah. Well, and I think for you, as you know, that, you know, it's only going to get crazier, you know, like, I mean, I'm, I'm assuming your goal is to get to the point where you're like, okay, maybe I'm have a set schedule or something. And that's, you know, part of the value of what you're working toward, but it's going to be a lot of, you know, upheaval between now and then, but you're like, I know what matters. I know that the dishes matter and they have to be done at some point with whoever's home every single day. And if I can do that, I'm going to be okay. You know, like that, that'll be the, that is encouraging actually. Cause like, I'm just finishing literally last night I submitted like a final project for this class I'm doing. And so as I was like setting up my laptop and everything for this call, I was walking through the house and going, Oh my goodness. Like every room is so bad (laughs) because I've been really focused on this for the last like week. Yeah. And so, but now it's like, okay, it's turned in. I can breathe like and I kind of know what I need to do and what steps to take. And then it's not like before I think I would have felt uh, frozen by that, you know? Yeah. And so thank you for all that you share. It really has made a difference for me, just like even mentally, mm-hmm. <laughs> um, even though it's not where I want it to be yet. Like it just helps me to feel like, okay, it's going to be okay. Like I can I can just work on it and it'll be fine. Yeah. Well, because of all the work that you've already done, you are not starting at the place where it kind of feels like you're back to, you know what I mean? Like you said, you've worked on this project. That is part of the personality type of those of us who struggle with clutter. And it's a wonderful, wonderful quality, right? We can throw ourselves into product projects. There's a lot of people who would never take on what you're doing. So you're doing amazing things. I'm excited that you're going into education. That is wonderful. Like the world needs you doing that. And so I'm excited about that. And for you to realize that even though it feels like, oh, I'm back to square one, you are not with everything that you have gotten out of your house. You are so much further ahead than you were back before you started decluttering and making a huge impact on your home. You already know the power of doing the dishes. You just got to do the dishes today and do them again tomorrow. And, and instead of thinking, okay, I got to re overhaul everything. Say, I'm just gonna do a five minute pickup today. I'm exhausted. I just turned that thing in. I'm just gonna do five minutes. Okay. Everybody, everybody who's home, let's do five minutes. And that will make you realize, oh, wow. Okay. A lot of this stuff that I thought was, you know, oh, the house is back out of control. It was easy stuff. It was trash. It it just needed to be picked up and things put away. (sighs) Okay. It's a little bit better. And then another five minute pickup tomorrow, which is then going to increase your energy and get you ready to where you're like, oh, hey, I've got a chunk of time. I'm going to declutter. I'm going to, you know, and, and so all of that 
you're in such a better place now than you, you know, were before. That's true. Thanks. Well, and that actually, I didn't mention it, but another thing that made a really big difference for me is just giving, I know like you don't need to give me permission, but you did. Thank you. Giving me permission to just donate it because I would be like, Oh, I'm going to get rid of this, but it's valuable in some way. I should give it to so-and-so, or I should sell it, or I should, you know, the shoulds again. Um, and just to have the freedom to just be like, Nope, I just need this out of my house as quickly as possible. Yes. And that's what I do. And that has helped a lot. Yes. Oh, Oh, I mean like the speed of getting something out, it's hard to, you can't, I'm trying to decide, is it overestimate or underestimate? Like don't underestimate, I guess is what I'm saying. The, and I think you have figured that out. Like I used to underestimate the power of getting things out quickly. And it's like, oh, wow, that changes my home so fast, so much faster and changes my thinking about stuff. I'm like, no, no, getting this, donating this item in the you know, five minute action of sticking it in a donate box and hauling it to the car or making the phone call to have it come picked up or whatever. That is so much more valuable to me than um, all the steps I would have to go through and the hassle I would have to go through to actually get it out of the house and yeah. earn a little bit of money. I don't have to see it anymore. And I yes. really love that. <laughs> oh my goodness. Yes. Yes. That you see, you've come so far. You, oh, <laughs> That's, I'm excited for you to get to like, realize how far you've come as you kind of like, okay, I'm going to get back into it and I'm going to get there so much faster because of all the work you've done. So, hey, and maybe I won't wait for my kids to get home to do it. (laughs) (laughs) I mean, like, that's why I brought up Jennifer, because she can do that. Like, she can be like, no, this needs to be done. And then when they're home, it crosses her mind. Uh, and, uh, you know, but but I had to accept that even though I wish I was that way, I'm not. So it's better for me to go ahead and then bring them in on the other stuff that needs to be done, because there's always more that needs to be done. So. Yeah, that's a good idea, because I'm definitely not. And I'm already, like, kind of the calendar manager. Mm-hmm. And so I feel like I'm already trying to keep track of a lot of schedules, and I don't cleaning's not on it right now. So yeah. maybe that would help too if if I actually put it literally in my calendar. But yeah, I like your message. <laughs> <laughs> I love it. I hope y'all loved that. That was such a fun conversation. And uh, I just think that it's a always a good reminder that it's about the routine. Whatever the situation, whatever the circumstance, whatever the schedule, it's about the routine. So I think that um that was fun. And I hope you enjoyed it. Like I already said, anyway, um, don't forget if you are interested in applying to do one of these sessions, those who are members of our Patreon community, uh, get to apply to do these sessions. So you can find out more about joining us there at patreon.com slash a slob comes clean. All right. I will talk to y'all next week. Bye.